Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Brought to you by MD Anderson Cancer Center. Ranked number one in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Learn more about MD Anderson at makingcancerhistory.com. Huawei says U.S. sanctions will reduce revenue by $30 billion. By Clint Finley. Huawei may be feeling the sting of U.S. efforts to rein in the Chinese telecom giant. In April, Huawei reported a 39% increase in first-quarter revenue, despite U.S. efforts to dissuade allies from doing business with the firm. But the company now expects its revenue to decline to $100 billion this year, from $107 billion last year. Founder and CEO Rung Zhongfei said during an event Monday. Rung blamed the U.S. decision to add Huawei to a list of companies that are essentially banned from buying U.S.-made technology, including the software and microchips the company uses to build its smartphones and infrastructure gear. The bans will cost Huawei about $30 billion in revenue this year and next, Rung said through a translator at a live-streamed discussion that also featured U.S. investor and writer George Gilder and MIT Media Lab founder and early Wired investor Nicholas Negroponte. He also confirmed a Bloomberg report that Huawei's phone sales overseas fell 40% over the past month. Rung said he was surprised by the severity of the U.S. actions, and that over the next two years Huawei will ramp up use of its own chips and technologies. But he still wants Huawei to use U.S. technology if possible. He emphasized that he doesn't blame U.S. companies for Huawei's situation, but U.S. politicians. We're not afraid to work with U.S. companies. We're not afraid to use U.S. elements, he says. But he says other non-U.S. companies might be more cautious about using U.S. technologies in the future for fear of being cut off from suppliers. Gilder and Negroponte called the U.S. restrictions on Huawei a mistake. My interest is open information, open science, Negroponte said. We value knowledge. We want to build on the people before. The only way this works is if people are open at the beginning and we can all build on each other. Asked how censorship in China affects the open exchange of information between China and other countries, Negroponte said that China must change and allow companies like Google to offer services in the country. Rung did not answer the question. U.S. companies are also feeling the sting of the restrictions against selling to Huawei. According to Huawei, the company spent around $11 billion on U.S. technologies last year. 
Chipmaker Broadcom expects the Huawei restrictions to reduce its revenue this year by $2 billion, the company said last week. According to Reuters, other chipmakers are lobbying the White House to loosen the restrictions. U.S. companies don't have the sort of access to the Chinese market that they'd like. But losing access to Huawei means even fewer sales to the country. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.